Hello, this is Matt Slick from the Matt Slick Live podcast, where I defend the Christian faith and lay out our foundations of the truth of God's Word. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here now. Welcome to The Masculine Journey. We're glad that you're with us this week, and we are uh, excited about this topic. Well, we're kind of excited to see where God takes us on this topic because we have lots of different clips and lots of different uh, perspectives on this particular topic. And, and, and Art, this was your topic, so it's really kind of your fault, honestly, uh, that we're going in all different directions. No, it's, um, it's, yes, it's God's prompting that we're going another direction. So why don't you tell us a little I'm bit about the topic? I'm sorry. I'll, I'll try to explain it. <laughs> I'll try to explain it uh, in a way that makes sense. Okay. So this topic came to me last week when I was uh, uh, listening to the song that Sam had submitted for last week's topic. And uh, my take on it was that you know, this 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 man was kind of living a miserable life. It had been uh, two years since he talked to God. He was obsessing and stressing over little things and didn't know who he'd be if he was happy. Uh, so that it got me to, you know, thinking that uh, we should, we, um, you know, got me to thinking of the topic uh, this week, and that is how are we walking with God and working on our own self-care to not be in the same place uh, as the singer last week. And in talking uh, with the guys uh, back and forth over the topic, it uh, it kind of got changed into two topics in one. And, and the other topic is there's also this time component because he says he's uh, it's been two years since he talked to God. And the other... The other um, Part of the topic is, you know, it's kind of like life is short and we need to work on these things that make us happy, that make us better people, that make us better, closer to God uh, now because uh, we don't, uh, the life is so short because life is so short. Well, good. Thank you. That that does help. And and you actually have the first clip. So you want to tell us a little bit about your clip and then we'll play it. First clip, okay. This is a, a bluegrass song by the Darlings on the from the Andy Griffith show, and um, it just said, it states that life is short, and it is. I know, I know personally, just recently, I've I've started counting the past in decades rather than years. Instead of saying something happened years and years ago, it's just a lot easier to say you know three decades ago or something. So. You know, I don't know about the other folks here. Maybe Harold measures time in scores. <laughs> four score. <laughs> yeah, like four score and ten years ago. Millennia. They invented football at Auburn. Or, you know, um, but anyway. Um, that was pretty funny. So, I like that. <laughs> so we can, t- yeah, we can tell, tell jokes here, right? Okay. Uh, 
what are you going to do about getting home? <laughs> uh-oh. Uh-oh. Andy, can you help me? Can you help me? Help a brother out here. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. So so we'll play the clip, and it is bluegrass music. And we have also, I meant to say also, there is a, and we have an annual bluegrass festival at the Carolina Bible Camp that is the uh, same place where we have our boot camps, and it is a great facility. They have a... They have a really nice show with some top names in it. I, I didn't go this year. Harold, Harold went. Would you like to say something about it? It's, it's almost a. It, it's a it, shameless it's recently, pug, Harold. This is your moment. Yeah, go ahead, Harold. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun, fundraiser for the camp that the kids go to seven weeks each summer. Several hundred kids uh, attend. It's a great camp, and that's a, a really good program. It's a wonderful, wonderful day out. So if it, next year, plan to come. It'll be in September. Yeah. You notice how Art wants a ride home, so he, he, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. he set Harold up there. Yeah, he's like, oh, I need a ride. Harold, tell us about the Bluegrass Festival. Yeah, I know how that is. So, this is a type of music you would hear at the Bluegrass Festival. We'll go ahead and play it and come back and talk about it. a time for love and laughter the days will pass like summer storms the winter wind will follow after but there is love and love is warm there is a time for us to wonder when time is young and so are we the woods are greener over yonder the path is new there is a time when leaves are falling, the woods are gray, the paths are old, the snow will come when geese are calling, we need a fire against the cold. There is a time for us to wonder, when time is young and so are we, the woods are greener over yonder, the path is new, the world is Well, that was pretty good. I enjoyed that. Well, thank you, Sam. And uh, just come to the Bluegrass Festival next year, and we'll <laughs> there will be plenty of uh, good music to listen to. Um, well, Harold, was that you playing the banjo? <laughs> <laughs> Not hardly. <laughs> no, okay. But no. But I will say that six decades ago, I never dreamed about today. Well, that's true. And for you young folks, if you're lucky, it'll be here before you know it. That's three life, score. Right. Life, how many <laughs> life passes very quickly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So like the song says, you know, life is short and soon you'll need a, a fire against the cold. So um, that is, um, you know, don't wait. Don't wait two years to talk to God and, and just live a miserable life like the man in the, in the, in the song last week. Uh, do the things that... Um, that improve yourself, that make you happy, that uh, bring you closer to God. And uh, for me, uh, be- becoming a part of this show is a big part of my life. It's been a, a great help to me, and uh, uh, I, 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 I truly get a lot out of it. I'm, I'm 
really it's really good to know this great group of guys and the come here and to talk about life and to talk about God and to pray to God. And, and uh, also, um, you know, another, another um, do, yeah, I was going to say also, uh, yeah, uh, my thoughts uh, come in bunches, but uh, uh, kind of do the things that, that you enjoy doing that, that relax you and that, uh, that, that you're, so that you're not obsessing and stressing over little things like the man in the song. And for me, it's, uh, uh, spending time with my dogs, and I have a couple of dogs uh, that I've talked about before that that I spend a lot of time with, and to me that's relaxing and it's enjoyable. It's uh, um, you know improved my life. It's it's my relaxing time. It's my time to think about God and to think about the wonders of the world and nature. And uh, that's well, thank you, Art. I appreciate it, Robbie. Actually, we're kind of continuing with this whole part of this topic so why don't you go ahead and pick it up from there right so my clip is from the movie um, dead poet society just absolutely an amazing movie that robin williams did and he's teaching these young men something about life here because he's gonna use poetry to make the point that that uh, art song made about that you know you only have so much time and, and when you think about it you had today right and, and you'll have tomorrow morning and if you Seize the day, so to speak, as Robert Williams is going to talk about here. You know, you can actually talk to him. for He wants to meet with you. And he will share things that you really need the advice of, but you got to seize the moment when you can um, to, to get some advice from him. So, Robin Williams. Now, Mr. Pitts. It's a rather unfortunate name. Mr. Pitts. <laughs> Where are you? You open your hymnal to page 542. Read the first stanza of the poem you find there. Gather ye rosebuds while ye may. Old time is still a-flying. And this same flower that smiles today, tomorrow will be dying. Thank you, Mr. Pitts. Gather ye rosebuds while ye may. The Latin term for that sentiment is carpe diem. Seize the day. Gather ye rosebuds while ye may. Why does the writer use these lines? Because he's in a hurry. No. Ding! Thank you for playing anyway. Because we are food for worms, lads. Because believe it or not, each and every one of us in this room is one day going to stop breathing, turn cold, and die. I'd like you to step forward over here and peruse some of the faces from the past. You've walked past them many times. I don't think you've really looked at them. They're not that different from you, are they? Same haircuts, full of hormones, just like you. Invincible, just like you feel. The world is their oyster. They believe they're destined for great things, just like many of you. Their eyes are full of hope, just like you. Did they wait until it was too late to make from their lives even one iota of what they were capable? Because you see, gentlemen, these boys are now fertilizing daffodils. If you listen real close, you can hear them whisper their legacy to you. Go on, lean in. Carpe diem, seize the day, boys. Make your lives extraordinary. So gather ye rosebuds while you may. You think about that, you know, if you're like us and 
you've got grandchildren now. They're they're not going to have all that you know now. How many chances you're going to have to share Christmas with them? How many Easter's? You know those kind of things, and. and you do have to seize the day. And, and I have to say my father was a, my you know, earthly father was a great teacher. Like, he, you know, it wouldn't be unusual for my dad to call and say, pick a date, we're going to Colorado this summer fishing. You know, what, what, what works for you, blah, blah, blah. He would seize those days and he would make sure that those plans were, were made for adventure, right? And, and I think that um, whether we're somebody's big brother or we're their father or whatever that you, you got to be thinking, you know, how can we seize this day? Because I think about how many of those opportunities I got to go fishing with my father in my forties and fifties and sixties, right? Because he seized that was something he was going to do, right? That that that, and I, you know, I had that opportunity this morning with my own son actually, uh, because I seized the day and went to God. I said, "What am I? What's what? What should I do?" And, and he said, "Well." You know, Robbie's a big Panther fan, my son. I said, you know, your birthday's coming up. Let's let's invite him to a, a Panther game. You know, like I like I had the opportunity with Tess that time, you know, to get her that promise ring when she was in her 30s, right? That helped promise to always love you. So, again, seize the day. I love Carpe Diem. I love that clip. Well, thank you, Robbie. And go to masculinejourney.org to register for the upcoming boot camp. What we have at our boot camp is something that makes you stronger and gives you the strength to go on your regular walk with God. It's something that will make you be bigger than you were when you got there. But what kind of inspired you to come up this weekend? Oh, my goodness. Uh, just my faith in general. You know, my father you know, has passed down that heritage of just that Christian life, that Christian faith and just godly morals and principles. And he's instilled that in my life. And you know, I have children as well. And I want to instill that in their life so you know when i get an opportunity to do something like this i jump on it i just want to be here and i'm glad to be here it's a great opportunity we're definitely glad to have you here as well any talk that stuck out to you this weekend that's really just kind of made your heart come alive put that fire back in you probably one thing that just stands out to me is john 15 it's just not being alone know that i have christ on my side i can't do anything without him and i need him in my life i'm a very private person i like to do things on my own i don't like to ask for help so that's hard for me to know i've got to ask jesus for something and then also just to rely on a band of brothers that i can look to and turn to and say, hey guys, I need help. I can't do this alone. Register today at MasculineJourney.org. If you want to be well, you got to stay healthy. Take care of your body. Take care of yourself. you got to be strong for your friends and your family. For everybody, take care of yourself. Welcome back to Masculine Journey. And yes, I know that was not the best bump ever. That was rough. But I no, it wasn't. Now, here's the deal. You guys all <laughs> yes, were rolling your eyes. You were you know, pretending like you're going to get <laughs> sick up. to your stomach, yep. you know, whatever you want to call it, right? <laughs> but just the simple advice from kids, if you would just take that, if you just would have listened to the bump instead of making fun of it, you want to probably learn something. Very, very simple. That's why I used a kid's song, because it can't be any more simple than kids' songs, right? Uh, three scores ago. Yeah, three <laughs> scores. years ago when I was in grade school. You know, Robert Preston, or you might remember him as a music man. Yeah. He did one of those, and it yeah. was, go, you chicken fat, go away. <laughs> Push-ups every morning, three times. <laughs> I'll never forget it. It wow. sounds like I'm yeah, glad I went here. Yeah. It could have been our love. <laughs> 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 
the, uh, <laughs> the the advice from the thing is, look, you got to take care of yourself. Right. And so, yeah, that was not the best bump, and I get it. But let's see. Who else, who else submitted a bump? Oh, that's right. None of you guys submitted one. So when you submit one, you can talk about it. And, Jim, there you can't talk time. about it. Yeah. But, no, the um, – but the, the whole simple thing of that is what I liked about that particular bump and the reason I chose it was it was simple, but it was also it's not just for you, right? When you don't take care of yourself, everybody else around you is impacted. You know, how, much of us, how many of us would like to have more time with our parents had they been able to take better care of themselves mm-hmm. if that was what caused them not to be here, yeah. right? I mean, who would not have wanted another day with a loved one? And, and so we are all making those decisions every day based on that, that impact other people. And I just want to kind of bring that to light, yep. that not as pressure, but there are people out there that depend on you to take care of yourself. Yeah. Put your oxygen mask on first and then, yeah. and then so the, the other good news is that, you know, we don't have to worry about Art coming up with another topic next week from the song. you. <laughs> no, probably not. We probably don't. But you know what? Just nip, it, nip it in the bud. <laughs> just, just for that, next week I am not going to be here. I'm not coming now. Yeah. I wasn't coming anyway. But still, I'm not going to be here either way. But yeah. All right. So back to our topic at hand. And if you're confused, that's all right. So are we. The, the topic that we're talking about is not waiting, you know, our whole lives to, to do things, but to stay in the moment. And in mm. that moment, make sure we're working with God to take care of ourselves. Mm. And what that means different things to different people. You know, Art shared about spending time with his mm-hmm. dogs or spending mm-hmm. times with us. And, and we're a bunch of dogs sometimes. <laughs> so I think that's a pretty good correlation. But it sounded a lot like my Mouseketeers with that bump. I just, yeah. <laughs> well, we did, yeah. So, Danny, you were next with your clip. I don't know if you still are. We'll have to wait and see. But no, and so we are going to take it after in a couple, hours. After hours, <laughs> we are going to take it in a couple different directions. Starting with Danny, we are staying with the Andy Griffith theme. So if you want to tell us a little bit about your clip and go from there, yeah, this is from the the show Bailey's Bad Boy, and Bill Bixby plays this kid who rides in in his sports car and creates chaos in Mayberry. And this, I don't know whether it was before or after the Darling sang, but anyway. <laughs> The and he gets arrested and he goes to jail and he's waiting on his father to bail him out. And the scene we're going to see is on Andy's front porch and an interchange with Opie. And Bill actually learns a thing or two from the interchange and you know, just kind of the, the interchange between Opie and his dad. And then we can talk about it on the other side. Pop, hmm? you in a good mood? Yeah, why? If I tell you something, would you promise not to get mad? Well, it all depends. What is it? Well, it ain't hardly worth mentioning, but I think I better mention it. <laughs> you know that old window on Mrs. Pretty's back door? Yeah. Someone threw a ball and busted it. <laughs> would you by any chance be that someone? You mad, Paul? No, no, I'm not mad. Promise you won't get mad. You won't get an allowance till that one is paid for, okay? Okay, Paul. Make way for the ice cream. Oh, God! Strawberries to go in. Strawberries. Come on, up. Your okay, hand up. <laughs> sure? Huh? Weren't you sort of rough on the kid? How's that? Well, why don't you bail the little fella out? Bail him out? 
Well, yeah, it's just a window. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess I could uh, bail him out, like you say. But the only, only trouble with that, if, uh, if I was to do that, why, every time he'd get in trouble, he'd be expecting me to come to the rescue, don't you see? If this time it's a broken window, later on it'd be something bigger, and then something bigger than that. Now, he's got, he's got to learn to stand on his own two legs now. Uh, I keep that straight. The um, the direction I went with this was that we were talking about you know don't wait two years to engage with God and a lot of times that comes because of you know something we've done or shame or guilt or and we isolate. I know I do. If I pull away from you know family members or you know wondering if Dad's mad because I wrecked a car or not that I've ever done that but I have, um, and, or something like that. And I love Opie's approach. You in a good mood? And, you know, there have been times in my own life where I wanted to ask God, you in a good mood? You know, because, you know, if we confess, but going back to God with things, you know, because in the garden, Adam and God met daily until they didn't. You know, Adam messed up and he went and hid. And, you know, we've been hiding ever since. But, it doesn't have to be that way because, you know, we grace is not a get-out-of-jail-free card. Grace is a, you know, God is not going to pour his wrath out on us, but he is going to teach us a lesson. And I think sometimes we miss that in the church at times that, you know, he's going to let you struggle with things, and he's going to let you learn the lessons and pay your own way and stand on your own two legs or feet, Robbie, whichever. And But he's going to let you do that. So that you'll get better. You're building better character. And that was Andy's approach to Opie was he wanted to build character in him. And that's what God wants us to look like him. And he is the outstanding character that we, we should be building toward. So, And obviously it worked for him because he, he did such a great job as Eddie's father. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Through the whole courtship and everything. Yeah. 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 But he had that anger problem later on, you know. He just, yeah. You know, yeah. off the rails yeah, if, if you don't know what we're talking about, it's okay. Just just keep going. So we will uh, actually move to you next, Andy. I'm next. Well, yeah, I'm surprised too. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was destined for after hours. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought about it, but then it's yeah. Rodney and I that are after hours. All right. So um, I just thinking about this topic, uh, there's one movie that came to my mind uh, where a guy really kind of seizes the day, but it takes him a while to get there. And the movie's Groundhog. And Phil is a guy that's, um, he's a weatherman or newsman that has to go report on the Groundhog in Buxatawney, Pennsylvania. Groundhog Day. Is yep. Movie, yeah. yep. And so uh, his, his, he realizes he's caught in this Groundhog Day where the days repeat and he gets another opportunity. And he, instead of looking at doing things better and right, he progressively manipulate situations to try to get what he wants. And that's what I think we do a lot of times our lives. I was in a groundhog day. It may not have been the exact day, but it was the same situation, me trying to do the thing and progressively manipulating situations. And uh, he finally gets it at the end and uh, he, he goes and these repetitive scenes that you see him go through, whether it's a girl's heart or it's uh, a guy that he meets on the street that he knew from the past or whatever, um, he he eventually goes back and does those people right, but it took him a while to get it. All right, well, here we go. Groundhog time. Groundhog time. A 
thousand people freezing their butts off waiting to worship a rat. Weatherman Phil Connors is spending the day in Puxatawney, Pennsylvania. Phil? Mad! Van Ryerson, I did the whistling belly button trick at the high school talent show. Bing! Bing! But Phil's about to find out. He's not just stuck in Puxatawney. Will you be checking out today, Mr. Connors? Chance of departure today, 100%. He's stuck... Groundhog Day! In Groundhog Day. I'm reliving the same day over and over. Bill? Ned Ryerson? Bang! Do you ever have deja vu, Mrs. Lancaster? I don't think so, but I could check with the kitchen. Well, it's Groundhog Day. Again? At first, he was a little anxious. Bill? What? Will you be checking out today, Mr. Connors? I'd say the chance of departure is 80%. But now, we could do whatever we want. He's discovering the possibilities. Don't you worry about cholesterol? Why? And living life mm. like there's Phil? no tomorrow. Phil Connors! Ned! Because there isn't. I am an immortal. I have been stabbed, shot, burned, frozen, electrocuted. I'm a god. You're a god. I'm a god. I'm not the god. He's out of his gourd. But to get what his heart wants most... What are you looking for, Phil? A date for the weekend? ...means living this day over again <laughs> till he gets it right. Believe it or not, I studied 19th century French poetry. <laughs> what a waste of time. I studied 19th century French poetry. La fille qui j'aimerais. You speak French. Oui. Bill Murray. Andy McDowell. To the Groundhog. So you just hear that, and, um, you know, he finally does get it, and I think sometimes we finally do get it whenever you continually realize that you're replaying the same day. You're going around the same mountain, God just giving you an opportunity. And it's good whenever you finally get it, but it's a lot of times we do. We spend, to Art's point, two years. Shoot, it was two, two score <laughs> for me or more, you know. It was a long time, you know, before I – begin to see these things, and, um, it, you know, we do wait around a lot. I mean, the, the Matthew, I think it's 11, 12, Jesus is talking about the kingdom of God suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. It's like you, you want to care about it enough to go grab it, and a lot of times you don't know what to do. Um, you know, sometimes we feel like we're God a little bit, like he said in there. You, you just kind of feel like you have control, and it's your choice. But it's really not. You've got to surrender that to him. So Yeah, and as you said, if if we don't learn from stuff, God will let us cycle back yeah. around and deal with it again. You know, how often do you yeah. find yourself saying, Man, I feel like yeah. I've been here before? I'll be coming around the mountain. Yeah. Exactly, you know, and so <laughs> might as well deal with it now instead of waiting till later. Mm-hmm. So this week what I'd challenge you to go out and do is just take this topic to God. We've been getting all over the place and in the yep. after hours we'll continue to go in different directions. Mm-hmm. But where's God wanna take you on this topic? Where's he wanna say, Hey, partner with me to help you grow, to help you get better, to help you step into more life, the abundant life that's promised. Go do that this week. Go register for boot camp and we'll talk to you next week. This is the Truth Network.